0: Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touch by Horse. I'm your co-host Chris Angel, and I'm here with your host today, Marianne Maloney. I did it! I did it, Marianne. <laughs> nice work. Nailed it, yes, How are you today?
1: I'm doing fabulous. Thanks, Chris. So,
0: so glad to talk to you. I had fun talking to you in the green room, and um, the energy is awesome. So this is going to be a great conversation. Um, let's just start with a little bit. Can you just tell me, like, first of all, where are you, and like, sort of, who are you? <laughs> ah. Who are you in, like, uh, you know, in, in a nutshell?
1: Yeah, let's start with the where. That's the easier question, <laughs> right? I know, seriously. <laughs> so I'm located in Boulder, Colorado. Um, I practice my equine Gestalt business about 15-20 minutes north of here at okay. a ranch.
0: So nice, really Beautiful good. Beautiful Colorado. And if, if based on our conversation before we hit record, like give me the world of who you are, because I think people uh, people like you will will resonate with your description. So let's just start there, because I want people listening to this to go like, oh yeah, that's me too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I try to keep it in a nutshell without being too long-winded because I can do that. That is part of who I am. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. I was the owner and uh, had numerous titles, hospital director, regional hospital director, et cetera, for a large uh, general practice, um, emergency practice and specialty practice here in West Denver and mm. was there for a number of years. Um, we came together with a number of other large specialty emergency practices and created a beautiful big company called ethos veterinary health and In the process of doing that, I completely burned myself out mm. um, took on more and more and more and
0: um, yeah so so yeah. in in summary so far you you are were an executive at slash founder yeah um, entrepreneur, I guess you could throw that in there. Um, and you said the word type A to me before we hit record.
1: Yes. Yes. I was, I also told you and I'll fess up to it. I regularly called myself a human doing, All right? not a human being. Yes. And just had that constant go, 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 and did not put myself, I, I set myself up for failure, quite frankly. Sure. And ultimately led myself into a place where I had to make the tough decision. I realized that a leader couldn't lead on empty. And I was mm. beyond empty, quite frankly. Mm. I mean, I was beyond empty. And so yeah. I made truly the biggest decision of my life when I had to step up and announce to the entire team that I was, that I was leaving the company. Yeah. And it, it, it was more than just leaving a company. It was leaving my identity. It was yeah. leaving, I'm fighting emotions right now. Cause it was leaving something that was extremely important for me. And, um, but I knew I yeah I knew I couldn't serve them the way I needed to and and quite frankly to be honest I wasn't serving myself yeah and I was finally coming to that realization and had been many years where I didn't think about that part I was like oh this kid what about this one
0: I think that's one of the strengths of human doings uh, people who are wired for productivity and um, uh, you know it's just we just go like let's go and then and then uh, the the double edged sword of that as we get down the road and we're like oh man I've gone too far. <laughs>
1: Whew. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, gone. I, yes. I, 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 won't go on it. I won't keep going on and on ad nauseum about that, but that, yeah. that's the truth. I mean, so far beyond. And yeah, I'm I, somewhat at a loss of words to describe it right now because it was that awful.
0: Yeah. Um, what, give me, can you give me some of the, um, I'm going to try to dig for some, some of the juicy internal dialogue that goes on when you're, mm-hmm. when you're that far gone Um, burned out Um, what are some of the things that you say to yourself how do you feel about life in that moment like what's that like
1: holy moly so This wasn't an internal dialogue, but this will give you some of how I felt or I would, you know Turn my computer off at, you know an early night on a Friday night at 930 Mm. you know and Try to get a couple hours of sleep, but that escaped me because at that point no sleep was you know was being had And I would go to the barn in the morning and I would ride and I would have, or spend time with my horse, I I would have maybe three or four hours Mm -hmm. of solace. And then even as I was driving home at 11.30 or 12 or 12.30 on Saturday, Mm -hmm. I was already dreading the work that still needed to be done and Mm -hmm. having to go back into the office on Monday. And it was that sinking, sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach that weight of the world on your shoulders where you just, and I, I actually did, we can talk about this in a bit, I did a piece yeah. in um, my eco and Gestalt training where we do our personal work about that feeling and literally dropped into the, just dropped to the floor. Mm. Um, mm. What was I telling myself was how, I mean, as an owner of the company, nonetheless, right? How, I felt trapped. Mm. How do I get out of here? How mm. can I escape this? There's, there's nowhere for me to even go because I'm an owner of this, what have I done? Yeah, And it was overwhelming, it was absolutely overwhelming.
0: I think, I, I don't know, I mean, we, we um, find our identities, I think, I, I know this is true for me, um, in a lot of the work we do, we set ourselves up to go a direction, We've, I think what's cool about um, founders, owners, we go all in on things, mm. um, and it is hard to let something go that you've poured your entire identity sweat time energy money you bet. everything into you bet.
1: You bet.
0: there's a there's a in some sense a dying there's a
1: <laughs> I also did a huge grief piece around yeah. leaving uh, tremendous grief I still feel grief around yeah. it yeah. Um, but that grief piece that I did was tremendously beneficial for me because it was it was yeah. a huge huge loss
0: Mm-hmm. there is this letting go yeah this letting go of that um i think what probably makes a sticking point i mean i would so so i think people listening to this would be like whoa, oh, wow you're touching a nerve on some of the st- things i haven't wanted to look at
1: well and let me expand upon that a little bit more too because yeah. i explained a little bit of how i felt in that overwhelming feeling but i think there's also because i've been able to work hard and do more to get out of things in the past. I mean, that's how I'm successful, right? You know, can do more and more. My solution, what I thought was a solution was Mm. to take on more.
0: Mm. Well, then
1: I'll do this Mm. and I'll lead this. And absolutely, I can handle that. And yes, I will accomplish that as well. And guess what? Mm. It didn't work. Mm. So then I started feeling like a failure. Mm. Both personally, which doesn't feel good because I have been a recovering perfectionist, Um, but to know that I was failing myself, much less failing others, Mm. horrifying, horrifying. And that was where a lot of the pain came in because my previous strategy of being able to accomplish more, do more, I should say do more which usually meant accomplishing more. And this time I was doing more and I was no longer accomplishing at mm. the rate that mm. I expected. And now we had new people who were expecting stuff as well. And um, wow. very painful.
0: Wow. How do, how, based on your, what you've experienced now, the, the, that whole <laughs> journey, how do others start to know, like if you could give us warning signs before it was too late, like how do we know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I think what I just said was, and this is so funny, you know, retrospect is a fascinating thing where you can start going, huh, I mean, I might have even just put my finger on that right now as I was talking to you about that uh, to the extent that I'm feeling it is. I think when you recognize, I think you need to be able to recognize saying yes, this is that boundaries piece, right? Mm. Is having a recognition of how many things you're saying yes to Mm. and being able to check in with yourself on Am I, so let's use our type A selves for, for good and not evil, is am I being as successful as I know I can be at this one thing, two thing, three thing? That's great, okay, so maybe, but now I've taken on four, five, and six. Let's really be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Am I doing my best? Am yeah. I feeling good here? Much less, how am I affecting the people around me? But let's start by looking at how, what's that even yeah. doing for me personally?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that t- that makes me want to ask about um, just your experience with the Touch by Horse program. You said you got to do some of your own work. How does the gestalt of it, um, and we can use your own example, but how does how did um, Melissa's program and the Touch by Horse program help you move through? So that we can get access to how gestalt could help us.
1: <laughs> you bet. Type A's move so through. I'm going to fess up from the get go. This won't be a surprise. I don't think I was so resistant. I so I. Um, I discovered her program just real briefly in a beautiful way. I had come home from, I think I must have signed up for that she has, um, maybe a year or two prior, and um, to me making the decision to leave this. And I took a trip to Iceland, a horseback riding trip in summer mm-hmm. of 2016. And that trip for me was very pivotal because I was starting to realize what I just described to you. Holy crap, I'm taking on more and more and more, and I'm not... Ay, oh, yeah, yeah, this isn't feeling right. This isn't yeah. feeling right for me. So that was a big pause. And I came home from that trip and I'm going through the 927 emails or whatever that was there. I'm going through those emails and in my inbox was her an announcement for her first ever demo weekend yeah. to share with some students. We had to apply for the demo weekend, but to share with prospective, potential prospective students what the work was. Yeah. And I, on the spot, said, I'm doing this. I really didn't just yes i'm Mm -hmm. gonna do that Mm. sure enough went to the demo weekend had my ears blown back i was like what the heck is this but my gut and my heart said sign up for it wow what you're gonna do i had not yet decided that i was leaving my career yet i was right on the precipice of making that decision but i knew that this was something that i needed to do and so i signed up for it and so beginning the course and beginning her, we have these beautiful experiential training weekends where we not just we don't just learn a tremendous amount, but where we get to do our personal work as well. Yeah. Um, yes, I my ears were blown back. I I had those, what the heck have I gotten myself into? <laughs> you know, I come from a pretty brainy space. I'm a very caring person, but this was my strategy mm. to stay up here. It's very mm. safe. And to be immersed in this deeply heartfelt, hmm. frequently very painful hmm. um, process, ultimately clearing that pain, of course, and getting folks to the other side. But yeah. I, I was absolutely um, immersed in something which I was no longer in control of, <laughs> and quite frankly, not that good at not that good at that opening of my heart was very hard for me and so sharing a couple of the important pieces of work there were so many all of them were but i I mentioned the grief piece around leaving and um, being able to truly say um you know what i regretted and what i was sorry for and to you know, spend time thinking about all the amazing things that came out of my 13, almost 13 years there. And to take that away out of the arena with me was beautiful. Mm. Um, I do think that one of the most power, that that was a very necessary piece for me, but one of the most um, powerful pieces was this polarity piece between my mm. side that wants joy and happiness mm. And peace, inner peace, mm-hmm. you know, cliche mm-hmm. as that may sound, but I just can I be at peace? Yeah. Versus that driven, perfectionist mm. person who um, was the human doing. And really, again, it was down to the human doing on one side and the human being on the other, and literally being dropped into the sand when I allowed myself to feel the weight of that persona.
0: Mm. Wow. Uh, there is this uh, clearing of the the pain and the hard things, the, the painfulness of it. I think that's just part of the healing journey. It doesn't matter if you're type A or you it doesn't matter who you are. We, we're human beings, so we have this thing of we feel things when we have pain. And um, and so there is this initial, if you've never looked at it before, this initial looking at it and and dealing with it, clearing it, so we can get back to some wholeness but it's not like now that we've cleared it out, it's gone. Like we, you go into life and life just comes with wounds and baggage mm-hmm. and stories and all this stuff. How, what skills um, or perspective, perspectives did you gain that you can continue to use as you move forward? Yeah.
1: The first thing that came to mind as you just said that, which then I chuckle about a little bit because it is one that I struggle with is patience.
0: Mm-hmm, sure.
1: This has been <laughs> a-
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This, this what? Is, a type <laughs> struggling with patience? What are you talking exactly,
1: about? Exactly, exactly. I, um, gosh, I know that's a, a quite a pregnant pause there, but pa- patience has been potentially my biggest challenge during this because I I knew so much that I wanted to make a change. I think, you know, for some of us, I was so resistant to even moving away from the old persona of type A mm, and sure. being that doing, being mm. that doing human being, human doing. That I had a lot of resistance to moving away from that. And so recognizing that number one was a huge piece and that has to happen first to saying, wow, I, I need to recognize that there may be uh, another way of, mm. of showing up in the world and, and mm. being. Right. Um, the patience part truly comes in because once I made that, okay, I'm ready to to, to do it differently. <laughs> like, shouldn't it happen right now? Right? right. Like, let's make right. that happen. And right. that is not the case. Um, we talked you know, we talked in the beginning and um, about even who I serve and who I want to be able to help doing this work. And mm. you know, I had this expectation that once I decided that I was going to do eco coaching that I would immediately know who I was going to serve and I was going to go out there and do all these things. And, and, and that's not been the case and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And yet there are times where I have to, um, remind myself and be present to mm. allowing it to unfold. And that's a very different yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I
0: totally yeah. get that too though. That I, I, what I hear in that is, um, part of it is this mindfulness, right? Like uh, this awareness, this ability to recognize, where in the past it's just blinders on, let's go. Mm -hmm. There's now this expanded awareness that allows you to monitor maybe as you go of like what's working and not working for me. Yes,
1: yes. And thank you for saying that. I had this conversation with um, my coach actually in the Gestalt Coaching Method program, which I'm now in also um, with Melissa and You know, we have this concept of, you hear a lot, head versus heart, Mm, mm -hmm. and I still believe we might have to flesh this one out. We can talk about this at another podcast, (laughs) but um, can there be a head and heart holding Mm. hands together? Mm. But those, that that requires a lot of awareness Mm -hmm. around what it means to be coming from your head and what it means to be coming from your heart and being able to choose, you know, at what point that you're doing either. and. Um, that's something that we can talk about that another time, but, but I do think that that's, um, you know, an important piece of this, as far as the self-awareness, the awareness goes, is being able to recognize, even being able to recognize when I'm being impatient, getting back to that part.
0: Right no and that's that was sort of the the reason for the question because i um you know if someone listened to this is a type a who can feel that pit in their stomach like i don't know if i want to go to work anymore i don't know if i have what it takes like all the stuff where they kind of re- they've reached a dead end or a cul-de-sac of what they thought this was yeah and there there is this initial clearing out or healing of of it of it all and a releasing of maybe even a dying to what your original vision was yep but then but then there are these the cool part about the work that you do in your, in your Gestalt coaching practice is that you actually, you don't just help people move through this moment. You give them tools to help them move through future moments they haven't even encountered yet because mm-hmm. of the awareness that they learn by working with you. That's, I think right. that was the part that I, yeah. I don't want to type A to feel like I, don't, I won't have tools and resources to deal with things. I want to produce a result in the future. So you right. get tools to produce right.
1: results. Right. Well, and you know what? One of the most fascinating tools that I used for myself, and I don't know if, we'll, if this is really a tool or not, but um, you know, as I was talking to you just about there about that polarity between this perfectionist tune yeah. and doing piece versus this more peaceful, happy, enjoy human being, is how do we find that? How, we have to start with our joy and our happiness mm. and that piece. Mm. And one of the questions that I asked myself, which is this, goes back to how I ended up um, coming upon Touched by a Horse and being part of this and committing to the program was asking myself the question, what lit me up? Mm. What brought me joy when I was 10 years old? Mm. I read that in a book somewhere back when I was going through this for myself and was just devouring any material to try to solve it for me. But what lit me up when I was 10 years old? Mm. Mm. And to be able to even ask that question with somebody in a round pen with a horse and see how that res- horse responds to mm. that human going through and feeling what it's like to love mm-hmm. cars at age 10 or love horses at age 10, yeah. whatever the case may be.
0: You know, just what opened up for me when you said that was uh, as producers and type A like doers, um, mm-hmm. you know, you have a, a, a an extra special skill of being able to create stuff in the world with some velocity, um, but to do that for things that actually matter to you versus doing it because you know, like as you get older and wiser, you can level up right. the things you give your 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 ninja skills to, you know? Absolutely. And I think Absolutely. that's really cool that you could have a you know, I'm forty three. If I think about I've got another forty to sixty years here, and, and if I could take the skills and the and the the behavior of doing things, but do it from a place of like the to the for the things that really matter
1: to me. Right.
0: Wow, what wow. a life we could create. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm at. I'm going to be, I'll be honest. And that's where I look forward to being able to get other folks. Um, This is, you know, I talked ahead of time. This is my like confessional moment as a type A perfectionist person. I wanted to come on here and say, I've got all the answers. Come to me. I'm going to be able to solve all your problems for you. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Number one, the coaching that we do isn't about us solving the problems for you. (laughs) Right. We truly believe that, the folks who show up in front of us, and everybody, we truly believe that everybody knows what they wanna be doing, who they are, knows the solutions themselves, but being able to show up in a safe space where somebody has traversed the path at least a little bit further ahead, which is where I am. I don't have all the answers by any stretch of the imagination for myself even. I'm still being coached. I'm still learning that. But I am farther down that path than somebody who is just now realizing, "Holy crap! You know, I, I am at my wits' right. end," and I know that I can provide that space for somebody and set them up in a way that um, they can begin testing the waters with some of those things of where they yeah. can do in a whole new and amazing way.
0: I think that it, in some ways, that's life's um, design. Um, and it's life's invitation Mm. to step into what's new. So it's like, congratulations, you have totally graduated like life one-on-one, right? Where you've learned to produce results. You've, you've, uh, you, you've gotten to know yourself in some ways. And now that you have been through all that preparation, we're inviting you into something new, but in order to get there, (laughs) you're going to have to die to the way it was. And you're going to have to go through some grief and some, some, Mm -hmm. and all that.
1: Yep. Yep. I believe uh, there's actually, isn't the hero's journey. Yes, that. that's exactly that's- it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's so cool that there is um, with awareness. And I think um, the hope that there is something more meaningful and personal that you can apply all your talents to mm-hmm. that's the invitation. Like, Hey, if you're feeling a pit in your stomach right now, listening to this because you've been avoiding some really hard decisions. Um, yep that's life's invitation for stepping into what's next. But how you step into that, I mean, this is the point where, you know, where Marianne gets to either come alongside of you and guide you into what's next, or you can stay in your karmic loop of like, well, this wasn't it. And let's go burn ourselves out on something else. Like, right. You can keep doing the same pattern or you could step into something new. And I think that's Marianne What the gestalt stuff, really, this type of work helps people do is step into a new meaningful Mm -hmm. experience of their life.
1: You bet. Absolutely.
0: You mm.
1: said that very well.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, I just, I love the work and I, I, um, I think who you are helping is really important because there are a lot of people who are, um, have amazing, amazing talents and gifts and vision. Yeah. Um, and with a little expanded awareness and some tools to help them along the way, um, they actually could be using that for something that makes their life feel on, on fire and on purpose.
1: Absolutely, I agree, yeah. I agree.
0: If people want to reach out to you and learn more about the work that you do, ha, um, have you walked them through some clearing exercises as well as like tools to move into what's next for them? How do people connect with you?
1: Absolutely, so my website is freedomtoflourishcoaching.com. You should be able to see it down on the bottom here mm-hmm. and uh, you can connect with me on there. I'm happy to get on a phone call with you and we can talk about what next steps would look like
0: beautiful. Thanks so much, Marianne, for your work and for our conversation today. I really enjoyed it. And um, until next time, take care.
1: Thanks, Chris.